the pizza party podcast well excuse me pan yeah <laughs> and to fucking inter i wanted to introduce this time but no you always have to introduce i'm pan pizza who are you people <laughs> hey everybody i'm link hey link. <laughs> have you guys seen the princess no hey, i'm luigi hey i'm captain lou albano Fuck you, Luigi. It's the Mario Brothers Show podcast, because we're going to talk about that later. Although last week we did a Q&A podcast. Like, is anyone uh, okay if we just do Q&As instead, and, instead of just, like, topics? Because I don't want to do three-hour-long podcasts anymore. We could do whatever you want to do. You're fucking pussy. Come I'm on. Asking, I'm it's asking, your show, fucker. I'm asking the audience. Little, oh, oh, we'll, oh, no, no. tell Penny we to himself. We could just do a topic one week and then QA the next time. Yeah, we could do that. We yeah, could ask all of us ask all of us questions instead of just general directionless ones because that's boring. Yeah. Well, if you guys, you can, you can choose the, po- the podcast questions if you want. Just scroll through the. Okay. That's work. Oh. Oh, then I guess I'll choose the questions. But if you if you if you do send me be- questions and if any of them are based on memes, I'll block you there. Yay! If, if you want to be on the podcast, the best way is to ask on a question in the comments. Yes, yeah, exactly. The, that's perfect. And that's time, for later. That's how we pick guests. It's through that. But uh, the next video is going to be a video about a day with SpongeBob, the lost SpongeBob film that's that people are searching for right now. Wait, did you and find it? it? Yeah, he did. No, but I I asked someone who's working at uh, Nickelodeon like what what they know, and they said this looks so bad it's funny. I'll ask a higher up when I can. So yeah, that's the next video. And then now uh, let's get into the news. That's Hello, funny. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Welcome to the No Spin Zone. <laughs> Is Donald Trump racist against Mexicans? Find out now. There's a difference between the news and a fact, Nolan. Whoa, okay. News. <laughs> News. Hey, you guys know the company Rovio? They made uh, Angry Birds. Yeah. What about them? What about them? Yeah. It's not like you told us this beforehand, but what about them, Pan? Well, they have uh, 670 employees, although they decided to lay off 260 of them. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like I'm pretty sure they're financially struggling for sure, you know? Okay. I mean, Angry Angry Birds was super popular like three years ago, and now it kind of just fizzled out. Well, they oversaturated the market where it was like you couldn't go anywhere. You know those machines with a claw in them? It would just be full of Angry Birds merchant. Because <laughs> yeah. I frequent those machines. But um, <laughs> every time I see one, I'm like, I better look, see what the kids are into. But it was like, I need, was I need a- to get a present for my anniversary. Hmm. <laughs> Shut up. I did that once. Nobody needs to know. Fun fact, um, for Christmas, I got my mom a ring from one of those 25-cent dispensers, and she actually liked it. How old were you? Um, 13. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to be like 20 or something, and you did that. I am 19 oh. when I did that. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was just on my way. I forgot completely. I, I kind of want to do that again just to see what she'll say. And then be like, oh. I'm just kidding. Here, here's an actual present. Suck it. But, like, I don't know, like, 
three years ago, it was so oversaturated. Like, everyone, like, if you go on the iPhone store, like, everyone was making, like, Angry Bird knockoffs. Like, now they're just making fucking, like, um, frozen baby delivery games. I mean, there was, like, Gangnam Birds or, uh, whatever came, whatever movie, big movie that came out two, three years ago. It was, it was too much, but yeah, but they're still. But the people that they laid off, it does not affect the people who are working on the uh, Angry Birds movie. Oh, so, thank fucking God. When so does, that still come? When does that come I out? Know. I don't know, but they have a $100 million budget, and it's going to be produced in Canada. Oh, geez. Well, it's sure to be a success. Well, well that's not- like the giant test was made. Yeah. So, uh, and Shaolin Chronicles, the hit spinoff series to, uh, from Shaolin Showdown. Golly, hey, so like gonna- two whole episodes. Come on. Two episodes. Yeah. It's on Netflix now, by the way. All two episodes. Holy Christy crap. Huey's really pushing for it, even though it's probably going to tank. So I just feel bad. Can you please go watch like five minutes of an episode for her sake, please? <laughs> no. I'm waiting for um like Five Nights at Freddy's just to become oversaturated or. Um... It already is oversaturated. Most of the most yeah. of the ads though, like are on Fur Affinity, which I find really fun. Oh. that just that just shows how Scott knows his audience <laughs> and like his his oh, Christian no. like. His Christian roots are being uprooted uh, just <laughs> oh, yeah. for the sake of a prophet. Yeah, because Five Nights at Freddy's was originally like some, well, it was just like some other game where, about these Christian bears. And then some commenter said, these look like sh- crappy animatronics at Chuck E. Cheese. And, and then the, the, the creator said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to make a video game with crappy animatronics at Chuck E. Cheese. No, the story and- is that um, it was Beaver's Lumber Company or something. And everybody who played it was like, these look like really freaky animatronics. Please stop making games, you fucking faggot. <laughs> and then yeah. was like, oh, oh, man. And then he was like, wait, I can make a horror game. That'd be a good idea. And yeah. now Five Nights at Freddy's is born. So yeah, that's the lesson. Work with your limitations. Like if someone tells you draw crappy, like make a story about crappy drawings coming to life and killing you. Oh wait, <laughs> hey, that reminds me, Loki IRL. It's already out by the time this airs. Yay! Well, the first update. But yeah, on Loki, I- yeah, it's all. Oh, it's gonna update every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and it's, there's a link in the description. Oh, yeah, cool. It's- finally gonna be out cartoons in real life and real life's awful yay you messed up your own fucking tagline you idiot yeah it's close enough <laughs> god damn it man yeah. so let's go into the next news because angry birds is dead speaking of oversaturation minions is now the third highest grossing grossing animated film of all time what's number one behind toy story 3 and frozen right frozen's yeah. number one i think right it, it already beat the lion king and now it's gonna it's gonna be Toy Story three. Fuck yeah! Greatest minions. It's just that's just that just goes to show how good marketing is for your movie. Yeah, but it's like, how did this? That's like one one of those that I'm like, I don't even know how that happened. It's like like overnight, it's like that made a billion dollars, like. Yep. I don't know. I just don't even... I can't even... Did it make that much here? I yep. just don't... Just, just It's not international market? No, it did... It did. I mean, that's worldwide, a billion, okay. but, like, it's... Uh, I don't know. I just don't... Minions, I just don't get it. It made more than Despicable Me too, right? Yeah. Although I didn't like Despicable Me too. How do you think the, how much. do you think the creator's feeling? He's just like, yes... Oh man, I got money. I, well, I he he probably makes so much because he voices them all and he directs it. He's just 
he he took out all the water in his swimming pool and just put a hundred dollar bills and filled it and he's just swimming in it. He's Scrooge McDick. Yeah. In a Scrooge McDuck it. Except instead of money, he puts coins and he dives into the coins and he fucking dies. He's he's gonna make he's like, you know what we should do? Let's make a minions frozen crossover. And it'll make two billion dollars. I like. I like to imagine though that Disney's like crawling up to him. They're like, "Please, please give us some of your money." And he's like, ha, ha, ha. "Not in a million years." No, I know he would speak Minions. I feel like Minions. <laughs> I feel like. And they're like, what, like, "What the fuck did you say?" Or like Minions is like Shrek, where it's like really oh. big for a little bit, and then it like takes this nosedive, or it's like, yeah. or like Angry Birds. Yeah, Angry Birds. Never, it's just gonna end eventually. People are gonna get tired of it and never want to see it again until like ten years later, we'll be like, hey, remember the early two thousands and no, we're, I mean remember two thousand ten and the Minions? That was oh, kids today don't know nothing about oh, that. Yeah, but that's that's when I expect the world will crash and burn. You know, the United States will crash and then it'll cause World War Three, et cetera. Yeah. So it, <laughs> fuck you, minions. So wait, I think I just imply that the minions will bring the world out of ruin. Oh, the yeah. Save us all. That sounds plausible. They're going to do that. But uh, next bit of news. Hey, guys, you like Disneyland? No. Well, Not really. What about the Dismaland? What? I Dis- love that land. Okay, street street artist Banksy. He's this guy who uh, paints like things on the on the on the on the wall, and it says like let's say there's a, a sign that says no parking. He, he he gets the no parking sign, and he crosses out no and ing. So it just says park, and then there's a girl swinging, and it's like yeah, whoa, take that. That's deep. Take- yeah, I just got that. That's like. I, I saw him do one and under stop he he a uh, stop sign he wrote communism or capitalism <laughs> and I was like I was like that's that's a good point man we should stop that it made yeah. me it made me think while we were stopped at that stop sign I stopped too long people were honking so I was thinking about how much of a genius he was well since Banksy uh, wants to stick it to capitalism and stuff he made his own theme park called Dismaland and it's basically a rundown Disney amusement park with featuring a Grim Reaper on a bumper car spinning around while the song goes, well, there's a song that goes, um, staying alive, staying alive, that thing. And (laughs) and also... My question is, how did he get this much money to begin with if he's a fucking street artist? Capitalism. Oh, damn. Yeah, he's not stopping capitalism. He's using it, man. Yeah, he he acts like he's one of us, but no, he's no. no better than all these other fucking capitalist frauds. Although apparently, I heard it's not doing well. So, well, he charges for admission. So, how, mu- how, mu- how much does he charge for admission? I don't know, probably a lot because it's such an exclusive place. I assume. I just don't yeah. get why he would make it. That's the part I don't get. Capitalism, Be- you know, because like, he's a fucking it. hack. Well, this is like, I feel like this is the tipping point where people are starting to go like, is this, is he really that deep or is he like just, I don't know. Yeah. Like a kind of like a capitalist. A hack. He's like, okay. Like if you, if you go to like an art, the art side of the camp of a school campus, like I do, you'll pretty much see basically like a bunch of knockoffs of his art. So it's like, I don't know. A lot of people can do the same thing he does. The reason why he's successful is that he gets his name out there. Yeah. Hey I guys, that's an important networking tip. Get your name out there. 
Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter how much of a fucking loser you are, just so long as you get your name out there. Yeah, be a nice person. That's how it worked for Mark Echo's Getting Up, and uh, that guy who draws the 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 superheroes really crappy in the nineties, um, Rob Lightfeld. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, Where's... people say that he's a really nice guy to work with, so that's why he gets work. Well, his he was better when I guess he I'm going to be out writing. of a job then. Oh. He, he wasn't writing his comics. That's when he was better. When he started writing his comics, then you're like, oh, no. Uh-oh. Just become a corporate yes man and make uh, Terminator Genesis or whatever. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I just don't, did... don't, don't fight for your ideas. Just accept what the studio wants from you. I just don't get, like, with the whole Disney thing, it's like, I think the whole idea of, like, oh, this is Disney, but it's messed up joke is, like, really played out. Like, we need to stop with that. You know? Yeah. It's like, like I'm no, but she's Snow White, but, like, she's got a tattoo and a piercing, and you're like, oh. And, she, and she's a hooker. Yeah, and you're I like, want to know uh, who keeps know. making those, like, edits where, like, it's Disney princesses, but they ha- they're all tattooed up, and they got dyed hair, and they got, like... And they're singles, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah! Emily loves those. I yeah. just I just have gotten really sick of, like, I'll see on my Facebook feed, so I'll be like, they made a video, and all the Disney villains are singing about how they're not really villains, and I'm like, oh, alright. Is that... Top is 10 like hottest the- Disney animals. Yeah, it's just like, like, I like Disney movies and stuff, but, like, this weird obsession people have. I think it's also, like, I never believed I had to live up to that stuff, so I think a lot of people thought it was maybe reality. I don't yeah. know. The way they act about it. Sorry. I'm, am I going... <laughs> That's fine. You're ruining our vision of the future. <laughs> I'm just, I just, like, don't get... When I see the messed up Disney thing, I'm like, okay, all right, I get it. But yeah, we know they're corporate and assholes. We get it. Yeah, know. it's like it's like I'd like someone to do something interesting with the Disney thing rather than Disneyland's like, okay, I I saw that, but it's cute. I'm glad you have lots of money. I don't know. Like I imagine this would be this would be like um, Banks. He's like big message to Disney. Like screw you, fuck you. But what Disney should do is just reply so, to him and just say the word. K. No, they're going to do... just the letter? Yeah, just the letter K. They're going to do what they did to Escape from Tomorrowland. Oh, yeah, ignore them. They're, they're just going to ignore them. Or they well, could do... Escape from Tomorrowland again? It's... Oh, it was a movie where um it, that was not authorized by Disney. Basically, they went into the Disney parks and filmed inside and shot a movie, like a horror movie. He took consumer cameras that, like, anyone would have in Disneyland... And went in. They went in every day and just shot like they were shooting. Like, oh, my kid's on a ride or something. But they made a horror. This horror. This cult horror movie. And then they released it. And everyone thought at Sundance and at the festivals, oh, this will this will get like locked in a vault and become an underground classic. And Disney just went, what if we don't give it the attention it wants and don't do anything? And then no one will remember it in a year. And Disney was right. Because, like, when Dismaland happened, people had to bring up Escape from Tomorrowland. And when I brought it up, to most people hadn't seen it. Like, most, it's, it's a decent enough movie. But it's, like, funny how, like, it was supposed to be this big thing. And Disney, by not doing anything, crushed it. Which is, like, one of the more hilarious ideas. It's, it's called the Streisand Theory. Uh, because she had a wedding or something. I don't I don't remember exactly what it was, but she said, please don't do don't cover this. And so because she said don't, they all did it. And so 
a lot of celebrities and co- companies now will be like, well, what if we just don't do anything? And then, and then no one will do it. No, it won't become this big thing. People won't go, oh, Disney doesn't want you to see this. They don't want to say like Disney ambivalently did nothing. That's not a good headline. Hey, guys. Yeah, basically don't be the trolls. Hey, guys. Please don't commission me. <laughs> huh? But huh? if Disney really wanted to crutch Dismaland, they would open their own version of Dismaland down the street and it would totally crush it. That's yeah. what they should do. Do the same idea, the whole thing, but have it be Disney. And that would be hilarious because it would not only ruin his park, but they would probably make more money off of it. It would essentially be a Mondo Burger. Yeah. Just a rival across the street. They should do it. Disney, I I think you should do it. It would be hilarious. It would, like, just ruin the whole idea because no one would want to go. Be like, well, it's not as good as, like, you know, Ariel with lots of tattoos and a septum ring and all that stuff. Uh Uh-oh. Does it does it ever scare anybody though how like fucking really business savvy Disney is? Well, kinda, yeah, like they're always so ahead of the curve usually, and it's kind of surprising. Like, how do they do it? Fucking mess with them. Well, they used to not be as great. It's like more recently when they bought Lucas and uh, didn't let Pixar escape. And <laughs> I, re- I really think that um, we're gonna end up like um, the future, like Wall E, where we're all gonna be on ch- those little floaty chairs, and everything's gonna be owned by one big corporation. That was Pixar's warning. Yeah. After they were bought by Disney. Oh my God. Oh no. This is like a fucking creepy pasta. <laughs> although, although I will say, I'm not so against that because I am a little lazy. So like, if if all my my life was was watching movies. And sitting in a chair and eating fat, fatty food, not having to worry worry about my physical appearance. How bad would that really be? I mean, well, you have yeah. diabetes, most likely. Well, they'd have a cure for it in Wally, didn't they? <laughs> Did they specifically go, "Hey, everybody, we have a cure for diabetes"? Yeah, that that was, that was a cut scene, I think. Do uh, maybe they were just like, "Oh man, I got diabetes. Hang on, let me take this pill. I'm fine now." But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're gonna live in a world soon enough where 50 percent of it is owned by Disney, and then 50 percent of it is owned by Google. Probably, yeah. unless Disney buys Google. But there might be yes. antitrust laws against that. Oh, what do you no. mean antitrust? Like you can't like the the U.S. government won't let you have like just one corporation ruling over everything. That's why some companies like Viacom had to split up because they were too big. Damn. So you can't. You can only get so big. Yeah, isn't technically the government one big corporation though? Oh no! Well, technically, like the post office is a monopoly, but they don't make them break. And uh, technically, explain that, Obama. And if you think about it, the government is a monopoly because there's no other government. It's not like you can go to that other government. If it's a monopoly, why don't we just go to a Yahtzee? Oh, oh fuck I don't know. That's such I a bad joke. That's delete, such a de- delete Skype, delete your channel, delete Tumblr, <laughs> delete everything. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Wow, wow, Pan, that certainly was a risk. Oh <laughs> sorry I strategoed that one. Oh so. my god. Speaking of Yahtzee, um, have you seen this commercial for the new M Night Shyamalan film, The Visit? We're visiting our grandparents for the first time. We think there's someone outside the door. 
funny. Let's make it a perfect family night. The visit rated PG thirteen. Oh, I'm a yeah, it just and I, I, it just ends on this old lady screaming at the camera saying Yahtzee! Just like when she's like she like goes the old lady's like could you go into the oven to clean it? Would you mind <laughs> getting inside the oven to clean it? I like, oh my god! I can't please play that. Please play that. Please play both. Would you mind getting inside the oven to clean it? The visit rated PG thirteen. <laughs> I'll edit in, but oh my god, I just realized, yeah, a couple of days ago, they announced they really are going to do The Last Airbender 2. No, what? That's just a joke. No, no, it's on the fucking news. A few days ago, they seriously announced that they're going to do The Last Airbender 2. Give it to me. Is he involved? Give me the link, you asshole. Yep. I don't believe you. I I know he's he's now going to do cheap horror movies, because he's doing, um, uh, he's with... He's he's doing that, but he's also doing a movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I didn't think we'd actually do this, but Airbender Two, it's gonna happen. I think this is M Night talking out of his ass. This, yeah, I I feel like I feel the same. Like, I think M Night hasn't um like interviews like M Night been like a complete asshat and just like fucked himself up. Although you should see the uh, documentary they made about him. Did you ever see that? There's a documentary on him. Oh, this is. You're going to like this. So um, around the time The Village came out, they made a documentary for the Sci-Fi Channel, and it's about M. Night Shyamalan, the, is that all the press that was coming out. But apparently it was it was like a fake documentary about how he's involved in all this like secret witch stuff and how <laughs> he apparently drowned for five seconds and he came back and he could speak to the dead and he like had all these supernatural powers, but they released it as a real documentary, you know, War of the Worlds type thing. So and he's like Chris Angel. Well, in on, in this weird documentary, yeah. And then people like the press got really pissed off that they had been tricked to watch <laughs> this like dumb. But it's like oh, kind of tricked, yeah. I I I. I, I I like watching it because it's like most of the time when you see a publicity making of it's really boring and it's like the celebrities are like, hey, it's a Blanksy Blank movie. Isn't that Blanksy amazing and stuff? And you're like, oh, this is boring as all hell. And at least they did something different with it. I kind of appreciate that, that it's like they made up this whole bizarre backstory and that he was part of this weird uh, witch cult and all this stuff. I don't know. It's if I think. I saw it through Netflix on disc. I don't know if it's still available, but it's worth checking out. I forget. It's like the secrets of M. Night Shyamalan or something. Uh, it was when people still had respect for him. So oh. like 10 years ago. <laughs> Those were a different time. When they oh. thought he's the next Spielberg. <laughs> next question. Oh, wait, no. Next piece of news. Hey, Scooby-Doo is going to be back in theaters. This time animated. Thank fuck. Yeah, I can't wait to have another shit. animated Scooby Doo movie, everybody. Yeah, I don't give a shit anymore. Just Why is it on theater? Because it's for theaters, you know, like the other movies. This time it's the legit, real deal. Are they really gonna put it in theaters, or is it just like they've made so many direct-to-video ones? I don't know anymore. It's be the biggest one. Are, they, are the direct-to-video yeah. ones even profitable, or are they just enough to like warrant making more? They they keep making them each year, so I assume so. I mean, Scooby Doo sells. I mean, it's a brand, 
sells a lot of toys and clothing and stuff. I guess if they do a movie, they can then sell more toys and clothing and stuff. So. I, I want an actual Scooby-Doo parody like the, the first movie was going to be. Instead yeah, of half, halfway, half-committal bullshit. It's oh, kind of like um, um, a very Brady movie. Oh, yeah. I, I like I kind of like the Brady Bunch movies. Where it's just so campy and but, no, where they're very cheesy, but everyone else is playing it straight. Well, it's, it's a cool idea when it's like everyone else. It was everyone else is in 1994 and they're in 1967 and <laughs> acting like this caricature of the Brady Bunch. It's like a cool juxtaposition. But if you don't, I don't. Other people have tried to do it, but they try to do it like there was that Leave It to Beaver '90s movie, and it was just like Leave It to Beaver in the '90s it was really boring. Oh, but I don't know. Yesterday I was watching the uh, the uh, Steve Irwin movie Collision Course. You guys yeah. remember that? Yeah, I do. Wasn't there like a ton of fart jokes in it? Okay, well, basically what it was, it was like three separate films going on. It was like the typical documentary of. Of Steve Irwin and then this government conspiracy thing where they're trying to track him down because he found some thing by accident. Some satellite but, or something? Yeah. But at the very, the last 20 minutes is when they, all these th- three, um, these three storylines connect. They, they have a collision course. Fuck off. But, but like, it, you see these, I guess, government agent guys are like chasing him on a car and they're like shooting at him. But like, Steve Irwin is still a character and he still talks to the camera saying, Cronky, these guys are gonna kill us. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he have to die? Why couldn't they have taken no. fucking Donald Trump? I mean, the movie was, it's so cheesy. Like, he doesn't, it works because he just doesn't take these life threatening situations seriously. And there's no cameraman there. He's literally talking to the audience. How come they never did the, the old 80s tagline? Is it on Netflix? Where they went, like, it's a collision course to wackiness. Oh, where did that come from? What movie was that? I was just like in a lot of 80s comedies. They would say, it's a collision course to wackiness. And. I think it was, uh, I don't know, the color purple, maybe. <laughs> no. The color purple? <laughs> yeah. No. You know the part where they have a collision course <sighs> on Wackiness Avenue? No, I don't remember that. That must have been The Wiz. I'm thinking, oh, no, I'm thinking of the movie The Color of Friendship that was on Disney Channel. Yay. <laughs> what the fucking... Wait, there's a movie called The Color of Friendship? Yeah, it's yeah. this movie about... Wait, like, wh- what was racism. The Color of Friendship? It was like yeah. this race. It was this movie about racism and how this white girl and black girl were friends in the sixties. No, in the fifties. Yeah, but what was 50s. the cut? Is it green yeah. or is it purple? It's it's black. The color of friendship oh. is black. Oh, okay. <laughs> or it was colorblind. Brave. That's probably the right answer. Ooh. Oh, if you if you were colorblind, you could still see hues and could tell what's darker and what's lighter. So I don't think that. Oh, would that's a good point. Yeah, fucking colorblindness is a fraud. <laughs> What a joke. This whole podcast is a joke. Yeah, but hey, next bit of news. <laughs> so uh, it's been 15 years and Aqua Teen Hunger Force has finally ended. I've never seen Aqua Teen, so I don't care. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, that's well, next, right. You next haven't... bit of news, then. What do you guys want to say about Aqua Teen? I guess um, me and Ken are the only ones who saw the ending. Without spoiling it, um, what you think of the ending, Ken? Uh, there's two endings. There's one online and there's one uh, on day I aired on TV. Uh, the ending was on TV was shit. I hated it. It was stupid. And the uh, one online was funny because it was surreal. 
And that's my review. Yeah. Because they had a sep- separate ending that they released online, like a bonus episode for some reason, online only. I'll link to it below. But it's like, damn, it's over. I felt I felt kind of sad seeing Meatwog all grown up, and he's like, oh, wait, never mind. You're spoiling it. Meh, whatever. Well, that was in yeah. the ads, that part. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's I was su- over. I was surprised no one online made a bigger deal out of aqua teen ending because like that's why i didn't even know it happened because i didn't read like i didn't see anyone write articles about like hey this is the show that started with adult swim and all this stuff like there wasn't really anything there really should have been more about it i thought because it's a pretty big big deal show i think i mean it was there the entire lifespan of adult swim up until now yeah yeah I know Damn. Rick and Morty seems to be the show that gets all the attention for Adult Swim. It's like, yeah. I, that show's really, really, I know it's bigger than Community ever was, actually. So. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel Rick and Morty, like, fills, like, the void that uh, Futurama ended on. Like, that sci fi comedy that everyone loves. Yeah. But it didn't, it didn't get cool. It hasn't gotten shitty yet. Oh, well, we're barely season two, so we can, like, wait a few seasons. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah, well, land, Community was decent all throughout, so. Yeah. But, hey, next bit of news. Fairy Odd Parent is still going. And this time, they added a neighbor girl as a, who uh, has to share the Fairy Odd Parents with Timmy. Yep. So, that's first they added... Thing. It just so kind of floors me how how many sharks the show can jump. Like <laughs> it's going for a record. I mean, they they first added a baby, then a dog, and now a neighbor girl. Maybe they jumped. They started with the sharks, then they jumped the original buses that the Fonz jumped. Then they went back to jumping sharks again, and then j- now they're jumping buses all over again. Because first he jumped the buses. And then he he crashes, and then he has to go to the hospital. I used to watch Happy Days. But the sharks, I think he just, like, jumped over them, and then it was fine. So, you know. All this originated from Happy Happy Days, the the shark jumping thing. Which, for those who don't know, shark jumping means when a show just tries, I guess... Something ridiculous just to, like, keep ratings going or, like, you know, keep the audience... Or just keep the show going. Yeah, which... I don't know. The fairy odd parents is just guilty of that. Adding all these extra characters, like, what are they gonna add next next season? Uh, they're gonna add a cat for the neighbor girl. She needs a oh, cat. Yeah, yeah she needs she's a, a cat. female. Uh, I don't know what else after that. Alf, bring in Alf. Uh, I would like that. Let's bring Alf in. <laughs> What's Alf doing? Nothing. Just like so. eventually, it's gonna be like that Rick and Morty episode where it's just filled, where the house is filled with all these um, double gangers and things, and they're just gonna have like Mr. Pencil Guy, uh, Poopy, Poopy McButthole, Jay and Silent Bob's gonna be in in the Fairy Odd Parents now, um, the, the Pizza Planet truck. Bravo! They're just gonna add that character right now. They'll real. They'll say Sanjay and Craig are in the same universe. Well, apparently, uh, Wrecked Ralph are in the same universe because there's a scene where uh, Wrecked Ralph are in the background of. An That's an animation of- cameo, and you know it. Oh look, it's canon. At this point, who cares? How can you spy outside of the video game world, Pan? Answer me that. Uh, oh no, and, and then also they're gonna add Drake Bell. Like they're gonna superimpose him like Blue's Clues in front of a green screen, and he's he's gonna be a part of the the cast of Fairy Odd Parents. Yeah, but he's he's already Timmy in the live action movies. 
it's gonna be like Ben 10 Omniverse. It's gonna be the old and the, no, it's gonna be like Sonic Generations, like the old and the new ones together. It's never gonna end. It's gonna go on forever. And this is why Bush is adding all these characters. He's really wanting the show to end like so bad. He's he wants so, like probably so wants to do Danny Phantom again, but Nickelodeon yeah. won't let ever since he blew the fucking budget. Oh yeah, because he still draws like Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom's like a great show. By the way, um, a, a while back when I was going to Comic Con, the um, Butch Harkman's ad, I guess, marketing team or whatever, ad, uh, messaged me saying, "Hey, would you like to do an interview with Butch Harkman?" And then I don't know. I got back to them a week later because I was busy at Comic Con, and I said, "Yeah, I would." And I never heard a word back from them. I sent them another message, and no word back. Hello. Huh, I think maybe this had to do with the whole, um, it's either because you responded one, late. one that I responded late to, he realized, wait, this is, wait, Rebel Taxi is not for children, what the fuck? Or three, it was all those times I made fun of him, or the time Nicholas, uh, wanted to date him and said that she was <laughs> his daughter's age, that was classic. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I remember that. Bush Hartman oh. doesn't listen to our podcast. No, oh well. But Chartman, please be on our podcast. I love to talk, I'd love to talk to him. Like, unironically speaking, I yeah, just I like to get, like ask him a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Me I too. forgot he did Danny Phantom. I was like, that was like a show I was into, and like nobody else. People were like, "Why do you like that?" It's like it's a cool it was, show. He's a it, phantom. What's what's not to like? It's one of Butch Hartman's better. Sh- it's one of Butch Hartman's best shows because it has like none of the Butch Hartman cliches in it. Yeah, with horror movie references. Well, okay, it has some of the fucking comedic bullshit where they like where they make a joke and they look at the camera. Yeah, or they or they do one of those um like music cues or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like Tough Puppy also had the same music cues. It's all Butch Hartman shows does do. Yeah, yeah but Danny Phantom was uh, more uh, wh- whoever the current writer was for season one and two before he got fired. I forget his name, but he that was more his show than if anything, because he, he had a good plot going. Oh, that yeah, one! Uh, that they could add for Fairy Oddparents. They could add a laugh track. Oh, like Animal Roommates. We've heard. Yeah, that, that that TV show that um he was gonna make with Seth MacFarlane, a pilot that he pitched. It was a it was a sitcom, a, an animated sitcom about these animals, and it had a laugh track. That sounds fucking horrible, actually. Well, I guess because the Flintstones had a laugh track. Yeah. Didn't the original what? Scooby-Doo? I forget. What happened to that yeah, fucking did. show anyway? Um, the, the Flintstones remake with... Uh, oh, it fell apart. Yeah, he, he was like, like, I'm too busy, basically. I, I have to make shit. Ted 2. I think it was because... But apparently, like, the Hanna-Barbera estate was down with it. It was just like... what Was it going to be on Fox or somewhere else? I forget. I think so. I mean... Who knows? That, that did just that's one of those things that got announced in a really big way and just kind of fell apart. And then it was like on Labor Day weekend he he just released a statement and everyone forgot about it. Yeah, see you in hell, asshole. It's like I don't think it's gonna happen, but Ted two or three. But hey, I gotta please. make Ted two. I can't work on Flintstones. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. But Charvin, please be on our be, do an interview with me. Because he was advertising this app called, well, I don't know what it was called, Zoog, Zoog Network, Z-O-O-G. Like, I think it was something for kids. I don't know what it was. And then um, I, I was on their website and it, says, and it says, a safe place for kids. And then I realized, 
Oh, so that's why they won't interview me. Okay, now I get it. Whoops. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of kids that watch your videos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they fucking like approach you if, like, they had to have known who you are, and they had to have known what type of hu- your what your humor is. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe they're just looking up, like, cartoon videos. Like, oh, this guy's pretty you'd, popular. You'd be surprised cartoon. how often people will not realize what kind of stuff you do. They'll just look at the numbers. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably... Yeah, that that's something my dad doesn't really get about, like, animation or show business. And he's like, you better watch what you say, because, like... Oh, you're gonna get in trouble or whatever, and you won't be able to do anything because people won't hire you. And I'm like, Dad, please. Yeah, no, but- well, some that happened to some person in the industry. Well, I mean, I don't know. I was with Frederator, and they were telling us like, yeah, this guy fucked up his chances completely. Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. With the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. Uh. Hooked on the brothers. Hmm. Oh, so let's get into the topic. I mean, strawberries. Hmm. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you asshole. I want a strawberry. But hey, the topic today is the Super Mario Brothers. Excuse me. That's the Zelda I already did that joke. That only plays on Fridays. (laughs) The Super (laughs) Mario Brothers Super Show from the 80s. Hey, Paisanos. Hey, Paisanos. I'm super Italian. Hey, so what this was is... The kids, yo. In the 80s, uh, Mario had a cartoon. Half of it was live action, half of it was a uh, was a cartoon. And it no, half of it was good. It featured the voice well Mario was played by um the wrestler Captain Lou Albano. Uh, rest his soul. His soul will never be able to rest after his work on that show. Yeah, he's still doing the Mario. <laughs> so anyone see the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? I'd seen it. I've seen bits back- of it. Okay. I saw an episode where Mario got mummified, and I was like, damn, son, I can jack to that. God damn. Mamma <laughs> mia. No, I, I, Let me tell you how I first discovered it. Like, a, like 2003 or so, Yahoo had a kid section, or was it AOL? Well, they had a bunch of, like, cartoons on there, and I saw, ooh, Mario and Zelda had a cartoon, and then I clicked on this, and, like, <laughs> I saw the designs. It's like, why is Bowser all green? Why is and a pig like this <laughs> and I was just so confused at everything like I was so used to the the 64 and GameCube era of Super Mario Brothers designs it was like a pretty big show I because I watched it when I was a kid and when it aired and I'd get like everyone was like rushing home to I think I think it was syndicated so in my my market it was on uh in the afternoon, I remember people getting all excited, like, oh, shit, it's Friday. Time to, well, we didn't say, oh, shit, because I was, like, four. But, oh, yeah. um, it's Friday. Yeah, I was like, oh, gee, it's Friday. I remember, like, Friday feeling special because Zelda was going to be on. Like, I would yeah. be like, Zelda's going to be on. Oh, my God. i tell, like, like I'd go to my friend Nick's house, and i tell his mom, and I was like, and Zelda's on? I mean, come on. How can the weekend not start? With Zelda, <laughs> this I is mean, gonna be great. I was like, so it was like, it was like, it's good as like as a kid show. I get why I was into it, but it does not play past the age of four. It's like, yeah. And then, I mean, and then your friend's mom was like, God, why do you invite him over? 
dude's I mean, like, I why love... is he so excited about Zelda? And then anytime oh. I'd watch it and my dad would walk by, he goes, who's that? Is that guy Zelda? I go, no, that's that's Link. I go, yeah, but it says Legend of Zelda, and he's holding his sword above the titles, so that's Zelda. And I go, no, that's Link. Zelda's the princess. And he's like, yeah. why isn't she up there? This is stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that reminds me, like, Link is essentially like Doctor Who or Assassin's Creed, where it's different characters and different generations, you know? Did we really just compare Legend of Zelda? Legend of Zelda did that first, man. So, that, oh, that look, comparison doesn't well, work. I don't care about Doctor Who, but like Doctor Who came out in the fifties, though. Well, you know, oh, it's kind of oh, like I in that you style. Said Assassin's Creed. You know, like oh, different characters and different generations. Like each, I mean, the games, the Zelda games, are not the same Link each time. They're from a different time frame of Hyrule, isn't it? Uh huh. Yeah, well, but isn't the second one the same Link? I don't know, but... The second one is the same link, yeah. But, yeah. like, the it's... thing is, like, Zelda games, the Zelda as a character doesn't really change up that much. Like, there's... Currently, there's, like, only two designs. Either the Wind Waker cartoon version or the realistic uh, Twilight version. There's Skyward Sword. I mean, they gotta, like, change up the character, like, m- acknowledge that they're different generations, different timelines. That would be cool, like, I don't know. female link. They need, they need, like, modern-day Zelda. Like, I remember seeing this this art on like Twitter of someone making like modern Zelda where he's just like this graffiti artist and he, he has a riot shield that he stole and a, and a what? Wow. That uh, sounds fucking dumb. It's <laughs> shut up. It's going to be cool. No, it's it like sounds, Justin. You, it's, you sold it so poorly. Look, yeah, I can't I believe don't agree with his fucking Banksy. Fuck off! <laughs> he but, like you literally just described him. He's a fucking graffiti artist. He has a, he stole a riot shield. Shut up! Oh man, I'm so excited to play as Banksy in the new Legend of like fucking. Oh god, I can't think of a Banksy parallel for Zelda. Oh man, the Legend Capitalism. of Capitalism. The Legend of Capitalism. <laughs> yeah, the Legend of Wendy's. <laughs> Adventures at Disneyland. Yeah, but that'd be awesome. Like pirates. Zel- no wait, well we already have pirate Zelda. Hang on. Um. Ninja Zelda in like ancient Japan or something. Like he's a samurai now. Uh, Are ninjas in the Zelda universe? African, no, uh, African person, tribal person Zelda. You got Mexican sombrero Zelda. The leader. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. They need, well, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is like the Zeldas looked all. I mean the links. Look, oh wait, I'm saying Zelda. All the links look the same. You know, change them up. They do yeah. look different. Yeah. There's all well, the white. designs are different usually. Slightly. I mean, there's. I mean, currently there's just Wind Waker Zelda and Twilight Zelda. Yeah. There's other Zelda games. Do you play video games, Pat? Yeah, I play video games. I don't all think of them. You. Like, yeah, you play awesome video games like The Legend of Banksy. Yay! I pl- no, I pl- that's that's uh, Mark Echo's getting up. Hey, going back to. Mario Bros. Hey, excuse so, me. I liked I liked it when Mario dressed up in the frog suit. I had enough of your fetishes. You know, because I, I like to imagine it was latex and I could jack off to that too. Uh, <laughs> Mamma mia! I actually saw <laughs> Jesus. When I when I I actually saw an episode where they wrap the entire cartoon. That doesn't really? surprise me oh. in the slightest. Like I th- that was the musical episode, you know. Fairly Odd Parents had a musical episode. Uh, well, Fairly Odd Parents Anatomy had a musical episode. What? Super Mario Bros. had to keep up with the high quality, well, like, you know. Like, well, that was like in the two thousands. Like after Buffy did the musical episode, then suddenly everyone wanted to do one. But like in the eighties, it was like pretty. I know My Little Pony did a musical one, but like. 
the Mario one, it's like they wrap the, and they don't wrap very well. It's like, <laughs> nope. It was so, although I, I, I like the theme song where he's like, uh, uh, hooked on the brothers. I like that song. That's a good yeah, song. Yeah. I'm, hooked, <laughs> I'm, hooked, on the I'm brothers. hooked on the brothers. All right. You know what I'm hooked saying? Hooked on the brothers, the brothers, the brothers. I need some brothers. Come on, please. I need some money for some brothers. Please. You know what I'm saying? We can't, we can't make drug jokes with this show because Captain Lou Albano said that if you, if you do drugs, you're going to go to hell and then you're going to die. I'm Captain Lou Albano talking about drugs. Kids, don't be afraid to say no. Anyone that asks you to use drugs is not your friend. Drugs can and will kill. Remember, don't be afraid to turn to your priest, your rabbi, your minister, your moms, your dads, your teachers, because drugs can kill. And if you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. You go to hell before you die. Yeah, yeah Like, I found that PSA forever ago, and I was like, why was this on TV for kids? Captain Albano like saying, you're going to go to hell before you die? Yeah, you're going to go to hell and then die. So then you're, you're going to hell twice. Because you you're going to get killed there and then, I guess, die. Or maybe you're already living in hell when you do drugs. He actually went on a 20 minute rant, a rant that was really vivid about all the torture and like, oh, you know, Satan will like, you know, like destroy you and like stab you in the face. And, you know, they just but they cut it down to a nice <laughs> 30 seconds. Yeah, they're like they're everyone was just shocked. Like they're like, let's just let this play out and see how far it went. And he just kept going. It was that was in the 80s where they had this thing where they would tell you that drug dealers would go and deal drugs to kids, which is, like, true, but not kids who are watching the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Like, kids who were in high school, maybe middle school, but they were making it like you'd be on the playground and some, you know, older drug dealer would be like, hey, kids, you want some cocaine? Like, that never happened, you know? No way. Drugs are for dorks. Like, I always thought that was, like, when I was a kid, I took that really seriously, and then when I got older, I was like... Wait a minute! What? No, that would never happen. Like if I've, I, when I was a teen, I accidentally walked by a block where there were a bunch of kids. People would look at you weird. There's no way you could like come up with a whole capitalistic idea to sell, you know, cocaine or drugs or whatever to kids. Like there's like no plausible way that would work. I just How don't. Are kids gonna get the money? Yeah, where kids don't have money. Kids are cheap. Like they don't have money. You're just gonna get quarters. So it's not even gonna be a good drug dealer. It just doesn't even, you know. I mean, if if, if it worked, like Ed, Ed and Eddie would have like been selling drugs the whole time. It just doesn't. But but so that was like the whole thing in the '80s. Like they would tell kids like when you're like in first grade like oh if a drug dealer comes up while you're at recess but like i should have been like why aren't you watching me better a drug yeah. dealer's coming in the school what is going on with the security here? winners don't use drugs hey that sounds like a drug user questioning authority like it's just like i don't know the whole idea is very, very bizarre to me i just don't but but that was that whole thing that they yeah. were like really into that. anyone remember the video game narc Oh no, the night, man! Five, one, one, Let's go! Ah! Spread em. No. The fuck? No. 
Okay, basically, uh, Narc was this arcade video game by Midway. Basically, you play this cop, and you see some drug dealers on the street, and you start shooting them up and just blasting them, and you see their organs fly all over the place. Dude, that sounds fucking epic. No one, I don't think anyone raised any controversy over it because you were a police-killing drug dealer, so it was okay. It was this ultra-violent video game, but on the cover of the NES cartridge, it it just says... Say no to drugs. I remember that game. I assume it was supposed to be educational. I don't know, but the final boss is like the... What looks like the head from the Gorillaz music video, Dare. I think that's what it seriously looks like. <laughs> a, a giant head on a on a platter. Well, that's that's the guy who who deals all the drugs. Yeah, every single drug ever. Oh, and also the bat... You can also kill dogs in that game. For some oh. reason. Okay, that's something I wanted. Well, there there were dogs and drugs, so, you know, yes, it's okay. The 80s were hardcore against drugs. Yeah, it was like, well, it was Reagan's whole thing, you know. Yeah. And Thatcher and everybody. I don't know. It was the anti, because we were getting away from the 70s, which everyone did drugs, so then the next generation has to hate what the previous generation did. It's like a thing. It happens every 10 years, you know. Yeah, but like I, how we hate, what, like how we all hate flip phones. Like if you have a flip phone, <laughs> everyone's like, "Get out of here! You can't have a flip phone." I don't have. A, I remember, my dad uh, has a flip phone, and he like is very adamant about not getting an iPhone or anything because he hates autocorrect with a fiery passion. Yeah, he's like, it makes messages in. Inco- he like literally raised his voice and got visibly angry over it, and was like, "Autocorrect is terrible. It makes all of your messages incomprehensible." And he's just like saying this to his girlfriend, and we're just both there, and we're both laughing at him. It's so hilarious. <laughs> the, the machine doesn't understand me. That's basically how my dad is, but I'm not really one to talk because I have a, one, one of those sliding touchscreen phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's oh, shit. I hate it. Oh, I, I just remembered um, the Double Dragon cartoon based on the video game. Uh, the, their version of drugs was this radioactive slime. Oh, that, sh- that shit will get you so fucked up. Oh, fuck, dude. I, I watched, dude, I was so fucked up on that that, that slime. Damn, dog. I was yeah, like... Dude, I, 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 got, I got jacked up on the slime. And I turn into a Ninja Turtle. So that's the secret of the ooze. I was just about <laughs> to make that joke. Fuck you. I, yeah. I, I smoked some hard ooze, sat down, watched the Max on DVD. I was like, I was like, gone. It was the, you haven't watched the Max unless I you have. smoked hard slime oh, while man. watching the Max. Then you've, then you've, re- then you know, man. Then you know. All the '90s, early 2000s cartoons always had that one episode where the character, where there was a character you like doing drugs, and you're like, "No, dude, don't do drugs." And then, and then they went through this like epic journey of like getting off and going through withdrawal, and you're like, "No, dude." And then, <laughs> and then they came out together. They came out okay in the end. You're like, "Thank goodness." Anyone remember the episode of uh, the Rugrats where uh, Angelica ate too many cookies and she got sick, but then like she tried to cure her cookie addiction by having the babies hide the cookies, but eventually Angelica caught up to them and just ate all the cookies at once and just (laughs) started vomiting horribly. The the real surreal Rugrats one is the one where Tommy's sick and he hallucinates all the parents as like, as clouds and the sun and all that stuff. That's he, that's the real trippy one. And then he imagines like his other baby friends on the ceiling, and then they turn around and see him by t- twisting their necks 180 degrees. Oh, Do you yeah. guys remember that, that um, really... Rugrats episode where they find Grandpa Lou's stash? 
<laughs> and then they get fucking like fucking high out of their minds. Let's Wait. get chocolate wasted. And no, no, I'm like not sure if this hemp. is a real episode. They smoked weed, and they and Tommy fell down the stairs and snapped his neck. <laughs> oh my oh, god! Oh, and that's the whole thing. That's the theory. The yeah, that's the Rugrats theory. That's that's, that's the tired theory. Of your- that's the theory on Frederator's cartoon conspiracies. Is that, that's, how he's <laughs> that. and that's why all grown up happened is that was how he was hallucinating while all his friends were having fun. And he was like a comatose vegetable. Well, actually, uh, all grown up is actually uh, basically their imagination. Because the yeah, first but... episode of um, All Grown Up, it was actually a TV special. It was just the Rugrats trying to get away from Angelica, who was, I guess was trying to murder them. But they were trying to hold the door into the closet. And they were like, imagine, like, oh, what? If, how are we going to get out of this, Tommy? What if we were older? And then they imagined themselves older, and that's where All Grown oh. Up started. So that's why they acted like fucking unrealistically poorly written teenagers. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> that's exactly the reason. I think they should have kept going with the Rugrats uh, concept and they were still like coming up with these adventures. But then like Tommy had to go into like therapy because he was like hallucinating all these things all the time. Like he couldn't deal with society. They should have done. I I like to think that um, Tommy used adventures to cope with his severe depression at the mere age of one. Oh, uh, well, the, isn't the real theory that, like, Angelica is the only real baby and Tommy is a stillborn or something? Yeah, and uh, Chuck... No, no, she killed Tommy, right? And then... The, no, she, the... she abused um, Dill, and he, he, and he had, like, a brain hemorrhage or something, and that's why um, he was uh, something like that. Wait, what's well, Chucky's deal? Chucky was, like, uh, um, he died with his mom or something or was a miscarriage or something and that's why chat and that's why Chaz always acts all fucking weird uh, I want to tell, tell the audience that these are all creepy pauses and none of this is legit yeah it is legit you fucking no. idiot yes it is no. you don't know anything about Rugrats lore damn it <laughs> whoa whoa things are getting I'm, hidden I'm hey. very fucking passionate about Rugrats lore I went to Class Key Supo on a, field, on a school field trip they told me everything I have the official Rugrats design documents in my room I wonder really? what happened to Clatsy Slupo or Chuplo or what happened to them because like they haven't made any animations in forever I think like, that they, wasn't the company founded by like a husband and wife and they got divorced and I feel yeah. like didn't that like that kind of was like the beginning of the end or something? Has, has anything ever good? Has anything good ever come from a husband and wife creative team? Because uh, uh, the, the only Mario other Bros. thing movie? I could think of is the Super Mario Bros. movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, full circle. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. See how see how the conversation just went full circle right there. Actually, yeah. actually, I noticed when I was reading about the Super Mario Brothers cartoons, it was like they suddenly just stop in '94. I was like, oh. Okay, now yeah. now I know why they stopped making Mario Brothers cartoons. It wasn't because they weren't popular. It was because Nintendo was like, "We're not doing this anymore." Because they haven't they stopped doing Mario stuff completely at that point. I mean, not games, obviously, but you know, movies and but cartoons. movies and TV shows. But like, is Pokemon? How is? Why did they let that happen? Is that? Oh well, that's a different. Co- well, Game Freak is a different company, and they're they they're published by Nintendo. Uh, okay. All right. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, but the, this raises the question. Had the Mario Brothers movie never existed, would we have had um, more Mario Brothers cartoons? Yes. 
I think so. I mean, like, the, the, with the Mario, the Super Mario Bros. Super Show, like, it started out, like, I, I have all the DVDs, sadly, because Shout Factory released all the episodes, and I'm, like, okay, a long time ago, I bought these, and they're like, I wanted to see what it was, and I was like, wow, this is the worst fucking show I've ever seen, And but I kept watching it because it's so hilariously bad, but yeah, anyway, like. Yeah, but like most Deke shows, it has a lot of fetish, like, potential in it, so, you know. I don't know, but like, but okay, but the first season was basically based on Mario's 1 and 2, but mostly number, the second Mario game, or Doki Doki Panic with all the shy guys and, uh, yeah, the other things. But then you had, you had this, another season, Super Mario Brothers 3, and then it went to Super Mario World, and that's where it ended, but. Well, no, 3 was, 3 had its own cartoon by itself. Well, they all had their own cartoon, like. There was Super Mario World, Tomorrow Three, and just Mario. Show. No, it was like the the show, and then Three had its cartoon, and then yeah, were you saying you're saying the same thing? Never mind. Yeah, there were three different like series, I guess. Like it's like yeah. the Ben Ten. It just kept going with different yeah. names. Well, because Three like, was such a huge hit, you couldn't not give it its own cartoon. Like Three was so massive when it came out. Like everybody, people, everyone had Three. It was I had Three, and I didn't even have a Nintendo. It was like, it was crazy. I'm not, that's not even a joke. Yeah. I don't think I was born and I had three, so that's just a testament to how big it was. Like, three was Well, my earliest Mario game that I can remember was uh, Mario World. Oh, for the Super NES? Yeah, but the weird thing about Super Mario World, the cartoon, is that they got rid of Toad and replaced him with Yoshi and this caveman named Uktar, who's not in the games. Well, that's weird. how How do you know... How do you know all this specific stuff? I watched the show over and over. It's so bad. I loved it. That raises another question. Why did you watch the show over and over? <laughs> it's hilariously bad. It, it's so it was cheesy. The, the thing about the Mario cartoons was that they were on Saturday morning, but they're always on at like a weird time. And it was like the Sonic cartoon was like kind of taking the spotlight because I knew way more kids who watched the Sonic cartoon. Um, that started. That, as that far really, as I know, well, the two that, Sonic cartoons, the syndicated one and the Saturday, because they had two going on at the same time. Yeah, because um, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog went on for like sixty-five episodes, but um, Sonic Sat AM got canceled pretty quickly. Not because it wasn't popular enough, but because Power Rangers fucking stole its spot, like the fucking assholes. Yeah. Yeah. No, Power Rangers kind of took. Fox was huge because they had. They literally had X Men. Power Rangers, Batman the Animated Series, all at the same time. It was like, at, at a certain point on Saturday, it was like I think it was like nine thirty or ten. You just watch Bobby's World. Remember oh, yeah. Bobby's World? Actually, that show did really well at the time. That was like, a good show. Eek the Cat, and they had like the weirder stuff. They had the Tick, which did okay, I think. But they still had like X Men and Power Rangers were. Huge and Batman the animated series was very popular, also. So it was like, like you were gonna watch them, you didn't want to watch CBS, who had like modestly popular shows. Like, you know, nobody cared. The way I saw the Mario show at first, well, it was Mario and the Sonic cartoon, and I think maybe the Doc Stockers cartoon, like very early in the morning before school. Like, my cousin would wake, wake me up, it's like, hey, you want to watch the Mario show? And we had to get up at like 6 a.m. to watch it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's how when Sailor Moon got broadcast in America, it came on at 6 a.m. So, like, you really there were I didn't get to see a lot of it because I really had to be dedicated to wake up at six in the morning and watch Sailor Moon 
it was like the only way you could see it. And then they eventually moved it to like a better slot. But it was like a couple of years. It was six a.m. or enough. Yeah, but for, yeah, but we were good, lucky enough to um <laughs> to see Sailor Moon on like some local NBC affiliate channel at like a a respectable time at three. Yeah, that they moved it, but for like I think it was the mid nineties. It was like they're like, hey, we respect the anime by burying it completely. Yeah, that's that pretty much what they did. Well, we didn't know how to handle anime at the time. No. Yeah, not it's not until Toonami where anime became like a humongous thing, and then it just fizzled out. Was that hey. that clip you like playing of those the kid who's like, oh, I like anime, anime. and manga. I like that anime. That 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 uh, a Kenny, a Ki, a Kira, a Kira. I like that. And show. Miley K. Grugamish. Goku. Man, yeah, that's the greatest clip. Like, at, that's the greatest thing ever. I like them Dragon Balls. Tell you what. Yeah, that was a that was a commercial for like this local for this anime convention, Sakura Con. Is yeah. it still going? Yeah, it still goes on to this day, and I wonder if they regret that commercial because I know the voice of Re- um, Asaki Asuka from Evangelion is the lady in that commercial saying, "I love sushi." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they probably f- don't because people. Still Speaking of which, where's the Evangelion AIDS thing? Oh, uh, she she has it in a cassette tape. You go Twitter her or whatever. Come on, Tiffany, Tiffany Grant. Grant. Come on, everybody, Tiffany tweet Grant. Tiffany Grant. Give us give, give us the goods. Give us the give AIDS. Us the AIDS. Give, give us, us the AIDS. Then we'll have a musical about yeah, it. It'll be called Grant. Yeah. AIDS. Oh, speaking of AIDS. Uh, hey, anyone see Straight Outta Compton? That was a great film. Oh my god. Well, well, not like. Well, I don't know. It just jogged my memory of that. But, like, uh, Straight Out of Compton was a really great film. Well, you know, actually, you know, there's this theory that Suge Knight said that he put, like, found a way to give Easy AIDS or something. What? Yeah, there's been, like, that theory for a while. And I was like, I don't think Suge Knight is smart enough to do that. But maybe he is Suge Knight. I'm scared of him. So, Suge Knight, if you're looking for me, Ken said all this. Uh oh. No, I like Straight Outta Compton. It was yeah, and I'm a big NWA fan, particularly of that album. So it was like it was a cool thing to watch. I think I like the part where their NWA was together more than the second half. I mean, uh, this this reviewer, um, well, the double toasted uh, who was formerly Spill.com, they, they described it as essentially the Avengers of hip hop. That's basically uh, what the movie was. Well, yeah, I guess so. If, like if, if well, only three men because nobody cares about MC. Yeah, Ray. the movie yeah. was about Ice Cube, Easy E, Dr. Dre, and two other guys. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, that's they, how it they was. don't. They don't give MC Ren actually did a lot for NWA, so it's kind of it kind of sucks. They like marginalized him. They should have given him a little more spotlight because yeah, he, he, he was actually really good. He just didn't get to have a successful solo career like Easy E, Ice Cube, and Dr. Dre. So no, they didn't cut to him just just writing the script of Friday or anything. <laughs> oh, I like that part. It goes, oh, what are you doing? Just writing the script of Friday. Click, 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 and click. He, he's going like, and. You got knocked the fuck out. It was Ends great. of scene. I like the part where 
where they're in the mid- these are these are all real scenes, by the way. We're not exaggerating that much. But there's a scene where Dr. Dre's just messing with the keyboard, and then Snoop Dogg goes, "I like that beat," and it's nothing but a G thing, and then he just spontaneously raps the whole thing. <laughs> That's how it's I done. Love, <laughs> I love when biopics do that. I need to see what's that parody? Walk hard. I I've yeah. never seen that. I need to see that. <laughs> Although I've seen the clip where it's like <laughs> where they're all smoking weed, and he's like. I don't know. Isn't that addicting? You go, not at all. And there's no side effects whatsoever. And, and he's like, that's all I remember. I don't know where I'm going with it. <laughs> but but the NWA movie was it was it was fun. I like the the scene where they sing fuck the police. Even yeah, they're like, supposed to. That's that scene's awesome. That th- there's stuff. just a build up to it. Like it's just building up. It's like I, I was expecting like people in the audience to start. Saying to sing along, saying "fuck the police" too. Like I was hoping that would happen, but no, no. I actually, didn't I actually saw a lot of people when they started, for when in the movie they were performing "fuck the police." A lot of people got their phones out to Snapchat that scene, which is <laughs> I see that, that a lot now. I don't really understand it. Like they're like, "I'm going to send this to Snapchat." Yeah, yeah. fuck the police, man. Uh, hashtag Detroit or Ferguson. I don't know. Ferguson from Ferguson explains it all. The infamous uh, Clarissa. My theater was quiet. Well, I mean, it was it was still a full theater, but no one was no one was doing anything. Oh, I had I had a police officer in mine. Uh oh. They had they had a police officer inside the theater and one outside, and he kept walking back. It was like like. I was like, dude, I feel like this is the reverse of what it should be. Because if they're saying "fuck the police," shouldn't you not be in the theater? I feel <laughs> like, like, I feel imagine, like that's like a bad idea. I don't know. Like, I just imagine he's watching the film. It's like, what did I do? I didn't <laughs> hey, do I mean, anything. God, Come on, like, man, that's not cool. <laughs> Ice Cube hates me, but I saw, I saw. Are we there yet? I love Ice Cube. Why would he say that about me? I saw. Yeah, too. I, I took one. Ice Cube on a ride along for research for that movie Ride Along, <laughs> and now he's mad at me. Oh, I, I, I don't know. It's weird that it's funny that you know we had all those theater shootings this summer, but then they make a movie about a bunch of black kids writing a song called "Fuck the Police," and they're like, "Hey, we need more security." We need more yeah, security. it's like okay, it's like they said. It's like wait a minute, huh? All these shooters have been mostly white. So that means we're overdue for a black shooting. That so you know we're preparing ahead of time. Oh, uh, you know what? Now that you bring it up that way, I totally see it. I totally like, see damn. it. So next, uh, next whatever a- sort of Asian movie that's coming out, any sort of martial arts film, like they'll be there. No, they'll just make that go to on demand and forget about Aww. it. You know? I wish, I wish they did the reverse. That if there was a super white people's movie. They'd send, uh, like, they're like, the new Woody Allen movie's coming out. We need to have police security. <laughs> Damn, it's got a soundtrack by Vanilla Ice and uh, Michael Moore and... Well, wait, what? What, what, what Woody Allen movie? Have you seen a Woody Allen movie? <laughs> no, I don't touch what? kids. <laughs> okay. Wait, is, was that the guy who touched his daughter or something? Well, he, yeah, and he married his adopted daughter. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> Hey, hey, come on, don't knock it till you try it. Oh. <laughs> but, oh. hey, Annie Hall's still good. That's all I have to say. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, we'll never see Vanilla Ice's career again. He got arrested for, uh, I think his, didn't his, like, 
a film crew for his uh, Vanilla Ice Project TV series, the, the the TV show where he renovates homes. He, didn't he get arrested for like breaking into someone else's house while filming? He did. Oh, I yeah. didn't know. I Vanilla thought we were going to talk about his movie, Cool as Ice. <laughs> no, because he, he's not cool as ice because he broke the law. He can't. Yeah, that's that's not, not cool, cool at all. That's not ice. <laughs> yeah, he was arrested at one point for breaking into someone's house. Uh, yeah, I didn't know um, that. Let's see. I do know he's he's one of the few of that kind of era of rappers who you'd hear a couple years later would like lose all their money. He's like one of the few who like. Like, uh, um, didn't lose all his money. Who saved his money? Oh, not, not so. Didn't work out for um, MC Hammer. Yeah, no, it did not work out for it. MC Hammer got a movie, but it was just a TV movie, and it starred the guy, oh. the the guy from Forty Year Old Virgin. What was the movie about? It was about his life. It was about his oh, okay. career and his descent. It was like well, a VH1, uh, VH1 TV movie. Well, he still has um, uh, Hammer Man, the, the, his animated series. Names. Oh. I watched Hammerman. Okay, I was watching Hammerman re- recently, and like the frame rate of the show is so awful. Like you can see it, see the in be- there. There are no in between frames. It's so jerky and so clunky how it's animated. Like it, it was of course by Deke Animation. So are so they were essentially DHX Media in the eighties. Well, they would like, just you know, give if you were famous, like Macaulay Culkin had a Deke show, right? Wish Kid. Oh, I don't know that. Wish you don't know his show? He had a show. It was like, I think, one season. And he had a magical baseball mitt that would grant wishes. And then every time he'd like, people would be like, but you should cure world hunger. He goes, no, I want a skateboard. And oh, like, so it's very odd parents. Um, well, no, I just, that part I just made up. But oh, it, oh. he did have a baseball glove. And he did like live action parts at the beginning and the end of the of episode. Of course. Yeah, he, that's every 80s show. They have, like, a live-action segment and a cartoon segment. Although I wish they did what the Jim Carrey... Uh, there was only one Macaulay Culkin cartoon, and I don't even think he did the voice. I'm not sure. I really uh. don't know. I didn't research Wish Kid, sorry. But the <laughs> I like that the Jim Carrey shows had a crossover. That was yeah. cool. Dumb and Dumber and the Mask, right? I think. No, it was the Mask and Ace Ventura had a crossover episode in their cartoons because oh. they both but, had separate cartoons and they had a crossover. But the but Mask had a cartoon also. Right? Yeah, the Mask, That's- Dumb and Dumber, um, uh, Ace Ventura, all had cartoons. But the sad thing is, the number twenty-three cartoon never took off. This is <laughs> tragic. That was going to be such a good one. I was no. It's called Gravity Falls. Ooh, wow, that's kind of a diss, man. No, that was, I didn't mean like that. No. That was harsh. No, Alex Hirsch, please get back to me. We met at Comic-Con. Wait, you met, did you, you met really? Alex Hirsch? Yeah, like I was just walking through the convention hall like three years ago, and I just saw, he was just walking through it, and I just said, hey, you're that guy. And it's like, yeah. It's like, um, yeah, so you, you made Gravity Falls. And he's like, uh, do you want an autograph or something? And I just asked him to autograph my drawing of um, Dipper and Mabel dressed as the characters from Dead Man Wonderland. It's like, <laughs> goddamn, a fucking weeaboo. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Big. Uh, I love Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls makes me want to grab my balls. Oh, damn it. Those I was couple Mario could... episodes made me want to grab my balls too, man. Yeah. I relate. Not talking about Mario. We're talking about Gravity Falls. Yeah, we're, we're like That's not good at we're not good at the topic. But I I noticed I tried to look stuff up about this show, and I was like, wow, there's like 
not much you can look up about this show. Although apparently they <laughs> improved a lot of their dialogue. I read that. What? Really? I, yes, that's what they say. I don't know. It's so badly that? written. The the actors or uh, Captain Lou Albano. He said that during his 20-minute rant against drugs. That was part of – he was like, I write my own dialogue anyway. So if you take drugs – and they were like, oh, Jesus. I don't know. There were a lot of guest stars on that show and – Oh, a lot must of them. Be, Yeah, like Dracula. You must be Mario. You must be Luigi. You must be kidding. This place is a dump. No, that, that's – that, The best – Guest star is Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, they uh, had Sergeant Slaughter and uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper on the show oh, once. Did. Oh, wow. I forget what, if they had any other wrestlers. I don't think Hulk Hogan ever showed up. I believe they had fuck, th- those fucking people on. Damn. Did, they have, did you say Cindy Lauper or no? Yeah, they had Cindy Lauper because weren't they dating at the time? I don't know if she was dating, but he played her dad in Girls Just Want to Have Fun. All right, now that's what it was. Okay, (laughs) never mind. Whoops, got that completely confused. (laughs) And he would have, he would, his thing is he'd have rubber bands on his face. I don't know. Yeah, that was his gimmick, although he had to shave his mustache, his uh, beard for the show. Oh, yeah. He, but they, uh, I like Sergeant Slaughter because I watch G.I. Joe, but I, is Sergeant Slaughter like a super Christian now or something? What happened to Sergeant Slaughter? (laughs) Maybe. Sergeant, the fact that Sergeant Slaughter wasn't in the new G.I. Joe movies was a mistake of yeah. epic proportions. I love Sergeant Slaughter. He, I mean, he he was crazy. Channing Tatum like came out and said, yeah, I fucking hate the first G.I. Joe movie. I think he didn't like either, or just the first one. It, was he signed on for both? Well, he was killed off very early in the second film. Uh, well, they, they, they killed... What had happened is they shot the second one, and then... After they shot it, like Channing Tatum's star rose a lot, and they're like, "Oh, I think we need to shoot more with Channing Tatum." So they like brought him back to shoot even more footage. <laughs> yeah, and then it became like the Rocks movie, and also Bruce Willis, who is the original GI. It was the second one's weird, but I like the second one a lot more. Yeah, but like. <laughs> I don't know, when you have a sequel, the thing that they always try to revitalize a movie with is they either add The Rock or um, Bruce Willis. Because Bruce Willis, you always see him, like, as a cameo character. Like, no one no one can get Bruce Willis on for a movie more than ten minutes. That's because he's apparently a, a dick, and he's kind of lazy. And, like, he'll do, like, a B-movie where everybody thinks he's the shit. But, like, he just got fired from a movie, actually, a Woody Allen movie this week, because he's late. he'd forget his lines... And he, like, wasn't very respectful. And they were just like, you know what, whatever, you're fired. Yeah, Kevin Smith Kevin Smith talks about how much she hated working with Bruce Willis. And, like, there was, I don't know, there's also these interviews. Like, I think he was doing promotion for the movie Red 2, where he was just, like, just pissed with the reporter. Just, like, oh, yeah, not he, having it. He was just like, you know, this isn't the part of the movie that's fun. This is the part where I have to, this is part, this is, like, just part where it's part of my job. And he's... He's strange because he kind of just looks like he's given up on life. But then you're like, well, why do you keep doing so many movies? But And also Expendables 3. He wasn't on there. He got written off. Oh, because he – oh, yeah, he asked for too much money because he was such a dick about it. Because he's greedy and lazy and that's what uh, Stallone said about him. So- I mean the thing with Cop Out is like Kevin Smith was asked to write that for Bruce Willis, which is the mo- most pricky thing about it. Is that they met when they made Kevin Smith is in the fourth Die Hard, and then yeah. he made him, and then so like he wrote it for Bruce Willis, and then Bruce Willis didn't want to do the movie 
that he was written for him. It's like, what? What is wrong with you? Uh, ima- imagine being the Die Hard team and having to work with him for five movies. Imagine watching Die Hard 5. Oh. Dude, Die, Die Hard 5 was a good movie. Come on. Die Hard 5. What the Russian one? That was really bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate actually that. thought I was being serious. Oh, oh, I was, oh, I was, I was actually a little worried. I was like, oh man, he like. Yeah. The only, the, literally, the only thing I like from that movie is that one shot where they're falling down the building and the yeah. That was oh, that, only, that was the only good thing about the movie. Well, I think everyone shot. thought everyone thought that one shot was going to be like the whole movie, and it was just that one shot, like. <laughs> Uh, you thought the whole movie was them falling through buildings? Yeah, I thought. I thought like this has got to be at least half the movie is them fall. It was like epic, like it just a screensaver. That's what I okay. thought. Okay, like you it, expect one or two, um, either one thing or the other from a Die Hard movie, either a realistic action movie with like the real implications and damage, like how he walked through glass and shit, or something completely balls to the walls retarded. Yeah, that's like, well. I think at all the sequels, it's the latter. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, the, I, um, the, the thing with the first one is the first one contradicts everything the sequels do because the whole idea yeah. of the first one is he's a normal guy, and then the other ones he becomes Stallone. You know, it's like, <laughs> like he, he kind of like they didn't really get how they could really make a sequel to the first one, so they yeah. just kind of made action vehicles. But you can't really make a sequel to the first one because he's learned all that shit from the first. So it's like you know. You just kind of have to make crazy action movies. Just John McClane's there. I mean, I like Die Hard 4. No, Die Hard 4 was... I, people didn't like... We're kind of overly negative because it's PG-13, but I like Die Hard 4. I don't... I didn't see what was the Die big Hard deal 5, was. Um, R, or? I don't know. I don't think anyone cared because it was so fucking bad. Die, what was the fifth one called? Die Hard... Or A Good Day to good Die. Good What was the fourth it, one called? It definitely... You know, you know. After we all saw um, Die Hard Five, I think we can all agree it was a good day for it to die hard. <laughs> yeah, well, it did well internationally, so I would not be shocked if there's a sixth one. Same with Terminator Genesis broke records in China recently, and they both casted the same guy for for die, Good Day to Die Hard. His son, um, Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney. Yeah, he's kind of like nobody likes Jai Courtney. He's. I he's, hear. People compare him to Sam Worthington, where he was just like everywhere in the in 2010 and 2011, and then everyone forgot about him. Oh wow, yeah, he is like. Although, oh. if you saw the second Divergent movie, um, he was actually okay in that. But like, he's 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 the only time he's good is if he's a massive asshole. Like when he tr- when he tries to be a lead, it just. Ugh. What's the last I, thing Sam Worthington's done that's been? Let's see, like a full. Avatar, Clash of the Titans, and well, he's got those Avatar sequels. He keeps Call of call- Duty. He keeps calling James Cameron about that. He's when like, "When is that gonna fucking happen?" They're making them in New Zealand. They're making three sequels at once. I'm not According joking. According to IMDb, 2017 for Avatar two. Like, jeez, no way it's gonna be as successful as the original Avatar. I mean, the only thing when I hear about the sequels that you know James Cameron did make two really great sequels before but that was a different james cameron ago yeah because you know? aliens and terminator i guess you want to make these movies anyway money yeah, yeah i mean they were gonna make an avatar sequel if he wants to or not you know we're gonna but but i feel like it's weird because nobody likes avatar anymore nobody even yeah. talks the only time people talk about it where they're like man how is that the most popular movie ever what's up with that that's so oh. weird 
but I remember like um, when they released Avatar, like it was on, in the box office forever, and then like it was around December when they did that. Yeah. But later, like August, later that year, um, they they said, "Hey, we're release, we're re-releasing Avatar for theaters again. This time with eight minutes of extra scenes, and oh, then nobody yeah. saw it." They're actually doing that for IMAX theaters again for Jurassic World. Oh yeah, that's true. Because I was, I saw on TV like, wait, why are they advertising Jurassic World again? It was to say this Friday. Because the IMAX theaters need some, they need a way to make money in the end of August, and mm-hmm. Hitman Agent Forty Seven certainly isn't bringing in the dough. So, you know, you they're, don't they're no, you it's a change. Come on, <laughs> oh, man. well, if they're gonna give an extended version of uh, Jurassic World, maybe we'll see why that lady deserved to die. Yeah, what. That was really sadistic. The more you think about that, it's like all that lady did is like she had to take care of someone else's kids, Shit, which was what? part of her job, and and then she just got eaten. No, she and, died the worst way possible, worse than the fucking villains. Like this one character who did really nothing. What uh, did they do? That the director of those that movie is like apparently like you can't get him upset because he he's like he's really um. He's really thin skinned like he writes he has the studio write to websites about like please don't stop writing mean articles about me and stuff. That's like wow, wait. you're you're fucking lame, bro. What a like, fucking baby. Wait, are you serious? No, I am serious. I am serious. Like I've I've read I've heard from a bunch of people who write for like movie sites that like cuz Jurassic World was huge, so people kept writing about it, but they kept writing about how he's not that great and he'd get upset. And then his comments about female filmmakers recently. Like he's just he, I don't know what to think of that guy. Like he seems kind of like reactionary and stupid, mm-hmm. you know. Cuz he's oh. we're like what he said about fem- <laughs> uh, women directing blockbusters. I can't imagine somebody being that reactionary. I mean, <laughs> hey, what's Phil Fish up to today? Let's check him out. Let's see. Who? Bill Fish. He's he a he's not- a game developer who was a massive faggot. Oh, well, okay. he's he's an asshole because I don't know. He made this game called Fez, and then he, he I don't know. He went yeah, on multiple and Twitter, it got, and it got mildly popular. And then he couldn't handle what fi- what came with fame. So then he yeah. blew up against the gaming community, saying it was a terrible business and that yeah, everybody should die. And he hopes the gaming industry would blow up. Oh, uh, so is he like the Max Landis of gaming? I like Max Landis. What? Yeah. He did the death, um, death and rebirth of Superman thing, right? The video yeah. where he's making fun yeah, of I, Superman. I love that video. No, look, I like Max Landis, but he just like when America Ultra bombed, he was like all on Twitter saying like, oh, original movies can't make money in Hollywood now because the and like kept writing all this stuff about how Hollywood's messed up. And I was like, maybe it's because that movie wasn't that great, man. Like, yeah. I don't know. I like I like I like Max Landis. I like his videos and what he writes about movies, but I don't I, I don't like it he when should, he should just be a film critic, like nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually think, <laughs> I think he would do better as that than like writing because American Ultra wasn't that good. I like Chronicle. Don't, don't say that. Chronicle was great. I love well, Chronicle. You guys want to get into the questions? Speaking of Chronicle, what's the director of that movie doing now? Crying in a corner. <laughs> oh, Mario? What happened? Oh yeah, what happened? What well, shouldn't we do? Is there other Mario things? I don't know. Chronicle. Hang on. Wait, let me see the. I know the director did something recently. 
Josh Trank. What? Josh Wait, Trank. do you honestly don't know what he did recently? I'm, I'm trying to remember. He did something. Come on. Oh, Come oh fantastic! <laughs> Good work. Good job. Yeah. I can't. I was like, I was like, not sure if you were joking. Was, oh <laughs> no! Well, he's he's the one who really ruined his because he had a Star Wars. He had one of those Star Wars, and he was he got kicked off because of what happened with Fantastic Four. Oh yeah, I think he like cho- chose to like uh, get off of Star Wars directing the ne- one of the Star Wars uh, sequels because I don't know it was too much pressure to do a Holly a big Hollywood film with that much creative control. I don't know. That's what he said, but no one's sure what happened with that movie because there's all these reports like he kind of lost his mind and was like not communicating with the studio and it's just like I don't know. Being under creative control is really stressful sometimes. Like, no, I want it this way. It's like, yeah, you can't do that. Because, I don't know, I had to deal with that for some school project. Trying to work with other people on a creative thing is just like, no, please, come on, just do it this way, please. That's part of the reason I never want to go into animation or anything like that. I just don't like working with people. But that, the Fantastic Four, it was like, it seemed like Josh Trank had ideas that were interesting that didn't gel with the studio and the studio didn't have ideas that gelled with him. And it made this massive mess of a, like neither of them knew what to do with that movie. It would yeah, like, yeah. it wouldn't have worked. I mean, who knows? There's so much footage cut out of it. I would like to see his original cut, but. And then know. wasn't Josh Trank just a complete asshole anyway, period. Supposedly he wasn't so bad when he made Chronicle, but he just like, he would fight with the studio, but it's also the studio they wanted more action, but they didn't give him enough money to do the action sequences. And then they cut that scene of the the thing hanging in the airplane that's in all the ads and everything. That's not in the movie. Yeah, where he, where he fights all these tanks. That's not. I heard that's not in the movie at all. No, it's not. And there's whole like there's trailers you can watch online that have like fifty percent of footage that wasn't in the movie. So it's weird. And then sometimes the movie changes, like tonally shifts between each like several times like one scene you'll be watching you'll be like oh it's suddenly this kind of movie and the ending feels like a different kind of movie it just feels like they had too many too many uh too many cooks in the kitchen and josh cooks too many cooks whoa but they it uh it 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 just is a mess on a massive proportions you know but anyway mario yeah, so Who Mario gives a shit. Yeah. You guys want to get into questions? Maybe we'll okay. talk about the Mario movie some other time. Well, that's a whole different. I would just yeah. like to say. What? Never mind. I lost it. I thought you were going to say, excuse me, princess. Uh-huh. God damn it. Who keeps calling me? Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'll hang up. <laughs> Questions. If anybody has a question, be sure to start out with the word question so it's easier to find. Please send it and to Pan's Tumblr inbox. No, send it, put on the YouTube. I'm not going to take your Tumblr questions. But the, Especially to his Facebook. First question. King of the Stupid says, question, what are your thoughts on the financial state of America? Uh, it's okay. Shit. Yeah, that's okay. And next it's question. Okay. 
I didn't get to say any quirky, um, snarky response. You had your chance. No, you, I, no, I didn't. Everybody said it first, and then you were like, next question. Okay, well, what are you going to say? Yes, go on. Go on. Hmm? Um, Give your politician yeah. a little view on it. Come on. Come on, Nolan. I think, chance. I think it's lame. <laughs> Edit out Nolan's answer. Let's move on to the yeah. question. Fuck you, yeah. Nolan. Yeah, exactly. Had enough of your shit today. Yeah. Glim808. Question. What is your favorite song specifically made for a cartoon show or animated film? Mine is the cover of Danger Zone for Archer Season 5. Thanks for being so funny. <laughs> uh, you, what? I like I like how she thinks that we're funny. Do you do you have a favorite like uh, a skip song? This that question. Was... He's being a suck up. No. Maybe the Mastodon song from the Aqua Teen movie. I like a lot of the stuff from Courage the Cowardly Dog. It's a gerbil's world. Remember that? A little. Ramsey. Or I like the Love Love Roller Coaster by the Red Hot Chili Peppers from well, it was a America. Co- it was a cover, but it existed. Well, that person song. picked a cover. The question person. Yeah, that guy. That, whoever that was didn't even, like, put their... Didn't follow their own question guidelines. Fuck them. Yeah. Asshole. Theme songs. I don't know. For the... Okay, the Digimon soundtrack. Because there's a lot of songs that I'm trying to find. Like, in the American version of Digimon that had a different soundtrack than the Japanese one, they had this one song that sounded like the Back to the Future theme. Like, this orchestral knockoff of it. And I've been trying to find that, and I can never... Do. It's just hard to find. Like I found like something similar to it from the Digi- from the Digimon movie soundtrack, but it's not the same. Yeah, but isn't other... the Digimon movie soundtrack mostly just pop songs? Yeah, yeah. It was pretty much a a, a time capsule of the early two thousands. You had Mighty Boss Tones, uh, Bare Naked Ladies. I think some forty one. It's it reeks of the early two thousands. It's terrible. Actually, the the SpongeBob the first movie soundtrack. If you cut out the Avril Lavigne song, is really good. <laughs> cool. It is. Everything's great, but Avril Lavigne. No, it's like I I used to really like that soundtrack, and then I when I burned the CD, I unchecked the Avril Lavigne theme song the song in it, and I tell people like, yeah, all you got to do is just not listen to that song, and it's a great album. What what's How what's your beef with Avril Lavigne, man? I don't like Avril Lavigne. How fucking dare you? I love Avril Lavigne. It's not. It's just her doing the SpongeBob theme. It's stupid. Like SpongeBob, SquarePants. Yeah, it's like it's awful. But then the rest of the songs are cool. She was a squirrel. He was a sponge. Can I make it any more obvious? I'm gonna fucking punch you. (laughs) No, don't be mean to my sister. (laughs) Stop calling her your sister, you fucking weirdo. She's my. Sis, C I S, tur. You know she's like that. Joke's never been like, funny and never will be funny. <laughs> How dare you? She's a sis. She's a cis lord. Oh my god, it's so cringy. She's, What's going on right got, now? She's got the uh, she's got the republic and on her side and all those and droid battle droids. The the one with the the circle, you know those droids that oh, circle up. Jim looks like they, your army of robots has some competition. Yeah, <laughs> cis lords. I'm talking about Star Wars. The the the. Clone Wars. Okay, so let's next question. Um, let's see. Black Belt Sergio says, question, what was your high school freshman year like? It, it was good. Jim probably doesn't remember. Did you... What? Ha- That's what they wrote. <laughs> That's what they wrote. Oh, no, they wrote that? Lo- I, ought, two, I don't like this person already. Number two, did you have a lot of friends in high school? Uh, 
No. Wait, is this just me or is this yeah, ever? I'm confused about this. Yes, I guess they asked you specifically, Jim. Wait, really? It's for everyone. Anything oh, back for everyone. 50 years ago when you were in high school? Well, I think it, I it was, was a lot like it was, it was, yeah, it was the 50s. So it was, you know, I was trying to find someone to go to the enchantment under the sea dance and. Yeah, to the to the malt shop. And your dad, yeah. Mr. Plinkett, refused to take you. Yeah, but but then this guy Calvin Klein showed up and uh, he he helped me out with the ladies. So it all worked out, you know. Yay. I, but I think we were all cringe lords in freshmen. Yeah, it's not like a great year. Is that the per- preferred term cringe lords? I had a, I, I had a good freshman year. My sophomore and junior years were the worst, and then senior year was great because I had. That's when I had the most friends, even though most of them aren't friends anymore. <laughs> well, let's just let's just like high school. You're not going to be friends with everyone forever. Can I start over and go to Twenty One Jump Street or Monster High, please? Shut up, Pan. Well, Twenty One Jump Street is not a school. It's a, it's you know a street. what it is. I mean, I do, I do know what it is. Yeah, I do know what it is. It's a fucking street. You know what I'm talking about? Hang on, I gotta find my plug to them. Wait, are we still recording? What's going on? Oh yeah, I am. I'm just oh. got to plug in my uh, charger. Now I have to think about what was freshman year. Um, let's see. I was a, a shitty '90s kid, and I would get get into arguments about Naruto with people. Oh, and this one time, like I don't know, me and this my friend Anthony were Miguel. running through. Uh, um. No, not Miguel. Um, me and Anthony were running for for um gym. You know, we had to run laps, and like I don't know. Somehow we got into an argument, and then I was like, we were wrestling, and I ripped part of his shirt off, and then he he just said, "You can't beat me, Pen. I'm more dark than you." What? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you ripped off like, his shirt. You like his too? his soul is darker. I think uh, we maybe we were watch, we were watching too much anime in Kingdom Hearts, and I I don't know. That's what happened. Um, I have multiple um, anime stories, um, all from. Uh, other viewpoints, but my coworker, he was. Um, I th- I've told this off the podcast, but I won't tell it on because it's really. I think it's funny. Um, he was in class when in like sixth grade or something, and this one kid was giving him shit, and he was just being an annoying um, little idiot. You know, like how m- all tough kids are in sixth grade, mm-hmm. and and he just wouldn't stop like um, egging um, my coworker on, and like my coworker wasn't that bothered by it. He was just more like, okay, whatever, you do whatever. And then uh, this kid um, stands in front of my um, co-worker and, like, shoves his arm in front of him, like, in, in that protective anime stance and goes, I'll fight you. What? Oh, shit. And, like, and, then later, and then later when the whole situation quelled, nothing actually happened. My, um, co- the co-worker was just like, dude, what was that about? And then he's like, I, I don't know. Something just came over me. <laughs> 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 But um no, one of my favorite stories though comes from my friend Chris. He um told he was do you know those uh running things where you like run to the one end of the gym, then the thing would beep, and then you have to run to the other end. Yeah. Well, um he was um one of the um he and um another kid were the last ones, and they um they were trying to finish up their laps, and they were obviously pretty tired because you know it's the last thing, and then <laughs> I'm laughing thinking about it. What the other kid does, he fucking um, 
clasps his hands together, does Naruto hand signs, and then starts bolting it like Naruto, and he actually finishes before Chris does. Fuck, so it really does work. It really does work. Wow. Damn. A friend of mine back home from Wisconsin said, uh, when he was really young, he was like eight, so, you know, this was that ripe old age, he uh, said that he did the Sonic run for one of his... uh, one for one of his gym classes and he said it actually works <laughs> bullshit and i was like oh i i was a huge sonic fan at the time and even i thought that was cringy i guess my real freshman year was i was like actually friends with all the seniors but for they were the dorkiest seniors because it was a small school and i saw this one kid and he was he was like a weird kid but he was like saying you look like Wolverine. And I was like, no, you look more like Sabretooth. And they like let me hang out with them. But then there were seniors. So I lost all that the next year because they all graduated. Damn. <laughs> so it was Where like, is your God now? So it was like not friends with any of the freshmen because I was like, well, they're lame. They don't have cars and stuff. But then the only thing we do is like one of them had a senior party, but it was just a a party with lots of video games and pizza. And I remember like we went to his house when he got Super Smash Brothers on N64. And that's when I learned I was really good at Pikachu. Um, Or I should say just annoying as Pikachu. But yeah, my my freshman year was weird because it was like not the rest of high school was like me and my one friend Russ, who's in the knock the the Yes I Love It Knock Force video. Because him and I were like, we'll hang out with the seniors. And then, then everyone left. It was just me and him. So it was like kinda that was my real freshman year. I guess. And then Russ was like, well well shit, that kind of backfired. <laughs> yeah, it was like we were just like, huh, it's uh that didn't work out, did it? And then he went to college, so I was that was the last two years was just me, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Next question. Um, Sir Busty Obel's question. In your opinion, what is the best way to learn the basic of drawing? Okay, my art, my art teacher for college recommended this. By the um, How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way. It's made by Stan Lee. And I don't know, he said it's a very simplified version of how to draw anatomy. But the basic thing is, if you learn to break everything down into basic shapes, like, you know, like, start with a circle and then draw the details around it, things become a lot easier. Uh, yeah, my so, fr- yeah. my friend who also is in college right now, he had a college professor that recommended that. And Andrew Loomis books, he does proportion books and stuff, I think. Yeah. So, so um, s- that too. I would say, like, anyone I know who's drawn professionally just draws literally all the time like they can't not draw always practice yeah yeah just like draw as much as you can because i mean if you don't if you don't want to do it all the time or even that much i would you know really think about how much you want you know if you want to continue with it but if you if you like honestly like if i'm saying like they draw all the time and that excites you then that's probably a good sign yeah also ask ask people who you know are professionals and not People who just draw on Tumblr, you know? Yeah. <laughs> draw the red nose. Draw, draw it, damn it. nose, yeah. Draw that. You, all, you have to make sure that A, your protagonist is female. B, they are a person of color. And C, they have a, um, a half-shaved comb over. 
they're they're brown, but we don't know what brown ethnicity they are. Exactly, it's mis- exactly. It's mystery brown. It's mystery oh. brown. <laughs> okay. no, you go Just to, make your you, that should be a dum dum flavor. You go you go to the dum dum factory and they're if like, if you're gonna make if you're, if you're gonna make your character brown, at least make a Mexican. Damn it! <laughs> Quit trying to hide the truth. It's ambiguous. Ooh. Don't hide what's inside. Hey, what's going on? I love the uh, tumblr. It's so great. <laughs> yes. Hey, oh. Anytime I talk to anyone like my parents about Tumblr, they're always like, I know what Tumblr is. And I go, okay, so I'm on the dashboard. And they go, hold up, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's it, a dashboard? I go, yeah. So when I reblog, you go, so that's not your blog? I was like, yeah. Okay, never mind. Right, so you're trying to get your parents into social media? No, they were just like, there was a time, there was a couple times of. I've, they've asked, like, what's the deal with my tumblers that I have? And I'm trying to explain to them, and they don't, like, get it. They're like, so how many people look at the site? And I go, no, that's not, you know what, let's just, just people look at it. Don't, you don't need to know. I don't, if my parents ever found out about my tumbler, I'd be butt-fucked. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. If they find out I want to screw cartoon skeletons, I don't know what's going to happen. They'd be proud of you for honoring your heritage. Dia de los Muertos, yeah. panboy. Yeah. You should do a, a top top ten animated skeletons you want to. I practice. was gonna do. Yeah, I was gonna do that. Wait, but really? Jim, don't give him ideas, idiot. I already had that idea, but I don't know. I was thinking like Halloween, maybe. I'm gonna get a when well, that video. You goes better out. put Grim on the list. Of course. Grim is the best. Next question. DBZ Pope Nintendo question. Do you find streaming ultimately taking over television a good or bad thing? And Pan always talks about streaming. When did he start streaming shows? This decade or the 2000s? Okay, I never. I hate streaming because my internet is garbage. And so, this, so because it doesn't buffer, like, let's say... Like, what it should do is, like, I click on a video it should load up and i can l- l- wait for it to load up but no instead it's streaming so it doesn't s- load like that it, you have to stream it as you play i don't know yeah but i hate streaming i don't i i don't think it's like tv networks are over cuz most people in the country and the world still watch tv in the traditional way so it's not we're not as far as like tv and the media likes to push us further than we actually are but, like, the problem I have with streaming versus, like, DVDs and Blu-rays is that I wish they put special features on Netflix or Hulu. And they, I know they can do it because with House of Cards, they put up commentaries for every episode at one point. And so, obviously, this is something they've thought about. So why don't they have, like, the commentaries for movies on Netflix as, like, an extra feature or, like, a making of or so, Like, then they would totally take out the DVD Blu-ray market, but I'm assuming they uh, there's a reason they don't want to do that, so... Maybe it just but, takes up too much space. Since yeah. it's a cloud thing. It's to encourage you to also buy it on Blu-ray, because, I don't know, when I went to Redbox, on the DVD it says, cannot access these special features, be sure to buy the real Blu-ray. Yeah, they they don't want you to. They still want you to buy this stuff. So that's also. What do you want from me? Also, I mean, I have other problems with streaming, which is the qualities. You know, you can still buy DVDs and Blu-rays that are going to be better quality, and they don't often have the best restored version that's available. And then um, also that they can just take stuff down when they want. So if you like a movie, you should still buy it because you could like. I have I told 
my Friday the 13th streaming story on this podcast before? I don't think so. Oh, this is like my legendary streaming story. This is why I tell people don't count on streaming. Because, so it was Thursday the 11th, or Thursday the 12th, sorry. <laughs> Thursday the 12th. And I was like, oh, cool, they have all the Friday the 13th movies on Netflix. When I get home, I'm just going to watch a bunch of them. And I get home, and they're all gone. And I went on Twitter, and people were pissed the fuck off because they were going to have like a party with watching Friday the 13th movies because the night before they were like well obviously Netflix isn't going to turn off all the Friday the 13th movies on Thursday the 12th what kind of a dumb idiot would do that well they did and it's happened before like I've heard of them taking down Christmas movies like during Christmas season like all sorts of dumb shit that you'd be like who would do that but They've done it, so. You have to buy it now. So if you really like a movie, don't go like, yay, it's on Netflix, because they could take it away. Like, you know, that's that's the biggest problem with streaming is we're going to live in a world where if you want to watch a show, they could take it away for years and then you not have it back. So, you know, yeah. I, I don't think like, people I, want that. I feel like, though, they should have a combination site where it's like Netflix plus Amazon where you can buy the movie and be saved to your library. And then, like, if if it gets taken off of like public streaming, you'd still have the original copy. Like, well, say they have that with that. Uh, what's that thing that nobody uses, where you buy a movie and it goes in the cloud? Uh, ultraviolet. Yeah, I think they have that, but nobody does it. Okay, because I, 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 I feel like companies are going are trying too hard to go streaming now because like if you look at computers like if you try buying a computer or a laptop now sometimes they don't even have the disk drive anymore which we still have disk space media being sold so it's like they're trying to kill it they're trying to phase it out yeah yeah they're trying to phase it out but no it's not the time yet i don't want i don't want to live in a world where they're, we're too dependent on internet because i want the physical thing or something that i know it's permanent no they they do that well now they have the thing where you have the usb drive disk drive thing so you have to buy an extra thing and those sell really well so i don't know why yeah. they're oh that reminds me so sometimes me and my friend we we rip uh blu-rays and dvds because they have well they have the blu-ray ripper i don't know some external device and some program or something so i like to just have all these blu-rays and things on a terabyte hard drive and sometimes i would watch them on my ps3 but it turns out like there's a they're encoded the audio is encoded so that it does not play on the ps3 after 20 minutes and it just mutes the audio it's like it's my thing i deserve to watch it you fucks oh that's fucked up yeah i was trying to watch the raid redemption and then the audio just like cleared out i was like what happened this is my movie. So wait, so wait. If you own it and you rip it onto like an external hard drive or something, yeah, you can't. It it cuts off the audio. Like that, yeah, it's a like failsafe, or is it like a glitch or something? No, it's a failsafe. It just it's it on the screen. It says this audio is protected by Cinevtech or something. Is it, is it only in for PS3 or? Uh, I think it's for PS3, but I don't know what else. That's but yeah, tough. a lot of people reporting for the PS3 and having that problem. Yeah, that sucks. Fuckers. That's like I don't know, but that's the one thing it worries that's like me big about stream- shit. Yeah, streaming. Oh, no. Streaming is cool, but I, I do feel like we're gonna we're going more towards where corporations own everything. <laughs> they like know exactly what you can watch. And the cool thing about the VHS era is, sure, most people are watching new releases, but you could watch whatever you wanted. And I feel like we're 
going away from that to where and they still yeah. tried to like um they still try to like control what you watched with the VHS thing. Yeah, yeah, because. definitely. I mean, like Blockbuster, the new release section looked all nice and fancy, and then all the old releases would be all like sun damaged and in a corner oh, with yeah. like with like dust bunnies and stuff. And like, if you want to get those, I guess I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you would look at a uh, because the windows would have the light shining through, and any DVD that was there for a long time, all the paper, the ink would just dry up and just turn bluish, and that's yeah. That- <laughs> You could tell if a VHS had been there forever because the sun damage was so extreme. It was like, what yeah. the hell happened? I know. Like, I didn't. I didn't think like um, ink would would uh, evaporate like that from paper. I guess. I think that's what it is. I guess so. Yeah. Or anything from the early days of VHS would look like you're like, what is this I'm renting? I hope it's the right thing. I can't even tell. Yeah, but I don't want to live in a world where there's just, like, where we're too reliant on internet connection. Because, like, I was trying to play Splatoon, and, okay, there's two modes in Splatoon. There's the single-player mode, which is, like, a, a platformer like Mario Galaxy. But then there's the, the real shooter mode, the thing that, that's advertised in all the commercials. But you, the only way to play that is to play online, and I don't want to do that. Cause, like, there's no local... Yeah, there's no local play, and the thing with that is you can't choose what level you want to play. It's it goes by a scheduling thing. Like at seven o'clock, it's this level. Eight o'clock, it's this other level, and it's just like I want to. Pl- I bought this game. I want to play what I want to play. You yeah, fucks. and the worst part is the servers are going to go down one day because nobody will be playing it anymore. But people, yeah. so there will be some people who are hardcore dedicated to it. I mean, there's, like, PS3 games that were online shooters, like Mag, massive online game. It was just a shooter, but now you cannot play it anymore because the servers are down, and they didn't include fucking AI opponents to fight against. At least include AI opponents so I can play single player when there's no online connection. Yeah. <sighs> and, and you know, the worst part about the whole digital thing is that it kind of takes away the magic from, like, you know... Just getting together um, with people and going to do something like, I mean, you can I, you can argue you can kind of still make something about that, but you can't replicate that kind of experience where you're like, oh, shit, what do you want to do? Well, let's go out and get like maybe get a pizza. We'll go to the movie store, buy some Actually, snacks. Like, yeah, that's, that's like the, what I was talking about before with Smash Brothers. Like that was like a, a fun Friday night I had where like we got. Uh, a pizza, a, like a, I remember, it was a meat lovers pizza. We got all these sodas, and we all hung out in this guy's family room and played Smash Brothers for seven hours. And it's like now you just like, oh, let's work this out on Twitch, and like, you know, we'll meet at seven, and like, you would never leave your house. It's like that would suck. Like that was like, you know, I can't. Oh, yeah, that's there, sad. And there's there, there's some games that are just like getting rid of um, local multiplayer for some reason. Like, you can't play with the person sitting next to you. You had to play with them in their house online. Yeah, but yeah, but also, like, the what, I, what I'm also trying to make a point of is, like, part of the fun was, like, going and picking out a movie with your friend and being, like, instead, instead you just come over and just, like, browse and be like, oh, maybe we can watch that. Oh, yeah. But, like, I, I feel it was a lot more fun just yeah, browsing you guys everything. Yeah, missed Blockbuster. You yeah. should have supported us. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Sometimes when you scroll through Netflix, you I kind of sort of get that feeling because you you always see these weird movies you never heard of. It's like, what is this? And you kind of are incl- inclined to click on it and see what what it is. Yeah, yeah it's and like, something horrible. 
I wish they had more like I kind of wish they do like have a section that would come up and go, "Hey, here's some like cuz it's all newer or 90s movies." Like I wish they'd kind of do some older stuff or some different stuff that you might be into, but they don't really like get you into new movies or shows. They just kind of like you to like the new stuff or the newish yeah. stuff. It's just kind of boring. I, I know uh, yeah. Amazon Prime has a lot of older movies and a lot of stuff that's like rare that you can't get anywhere else. But like Netflix, like they have Buster Keaton, I think, but not too much. I don't know. I'm not a huge Netflix person. No. So. Here's what they sh- here's what they should do. Like Xbox or PlayStation should just have like a like some sort of interface where you create a character and then you have your character walk through a Blockbuster and you can scan which movie you want to see and it's connected to Netflix. <laughs> you get the same experience but virtually. I mean, I I don't know. I was never a huge fan of Blockbuster when it was going because they don't they never have all the cool weirder stuff, but Blockbuster lasted way longer than the mom and pop places that had like cult movie, a cult movie section and stuff like that, you know, or an animation section that wasn't just Disney and maybe, you know, um, Don Bluth or something like, you know. Yeah. So Um, I don't know. Although one of the saddest moments that I had in Blockbuster is like, okay, I don't know if I told the story about the Spider-Man 64 game here. (laughs) I think um, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Just in case. Um. It, this was like 2003 or 4 and I, I they my blockbuster didn't have gamecube games they had ps2 and xbox but no gamecube but they did have nintendo 64 games even though they stopped making it and i was just like eh, what the hell i'll take a spider-man 64 i'll play that again and like the game was in those glass cases that, that the only the um co-worker oh, I, I remember this story Oh man! Well, I'm I'm finishing the story. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> so I I took it up front, and then the guy gets the case, and then he's trying to open it, and he's there for like five minutes, and then he's like, uh, uh, you know, what? sorry, man, I can't he, open he's it. Using his hands, like trying to open it. <laughs> no, he's using this thing that's attached to like the desk of that thing, and he's trying to open it. And it's like, uh, uh, oh, sorry, man, I can't open it. And then <laughs> what? And that's it. I didn't get to rent a movie because that guy couldn't fucking open the case. They were they were like, I don't know, Blockbuster would sometimes have a lot of stuff, but then I don't know. It was it was cool just to to do it, but I like the mom and I miss the mom and pop places that I remember one place had rentable NES games until they closed in the mid two thousands or late two oh. thousand. And like people would still rent NES games there. I don't know. I go to half price books to get that experience of just going th- searching through random DVDs I never heard of because I don't know. There's there's some weird stuff that I found. It's like like Johnny Nitro's Karate Adventure, which was a shitty <laughs> uh, how to do karate thing for kids. I don't know. But have we found him yet? No, yeah, we try to get Johnny Nitro Karate Adventure on the podcast, but he has not responded. Oh, an asshole. If anyone knows Johnny Nitro. Or some call me Johnny. Why hasn't he got it back to us? He said he would, but. Come on, Johnny. Come on, come on, Dad. Johnny, Johnny. (laughs) Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Please. Don't pull the chartman on us. Oh. Well, I guess we should ask one more question. Okay. What, we're not uh, asking the questions. We're taking them, you idiot. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But, but let's make up a question. <laughs> Here, here's one that's probably on there. Can I be on the podcast? No. <laughs> no. 
No! No, I don't know you people! Who are you? No one! I don't know you! I never met you! You think I want to talk to random strangers online that I've never met? No! No! Because there's, I don't know, because sometimes people are like very... They can't even hide the fact that they have ulterior motives, motives and they're saying stuff like, Hey Pan, I love your videos so much, and they really get me through tough times, but uh, also... Can I be on the podcast? <laughs> wow, it's not like you're trying to fucking kiss ass or anything. Yeah, that doesn't sound desperate whatsoever. Hey, uh, can I be on a podcast? Uh, I I'm on to publish my new book. Uh, I don't know. Can you? Can you be on the podcast? Wait, can uh, you read yeah. a book? No, mine. Hey, get ready for Loki IRL now in now in. Online, lokiirl.tumblr.com. It's going to be awesome, yay, or awful. Yeah, hey, I have we'll a question. Will Lokiirl be the best thing ever? Hopefully. I don't know. It's probably going to be awful. Someone asked the question, who is the most attractive cartoon female you have ever seen? What do you think? Raven? Duh. Fuck you, yeah. <laughs> right now. Who else would Raven? Is about, is you think is there's about someone else besides fucking Raven? Does uh, Raven, doesn't Raven give you a region? I, I I mean you know Betty Boop, but also Betty Bummer because she sucks. Also, also the uh, if you ever watched the Disney Peter Pan with Tinkerbell, they they go a little too oh, far yeah. with her. What do you mean? The, that part where Here's like she's, she's stuck in the the the, the keyhole and then they start like spanking her and stuff. That's a little too much, I think. What the hell? That's not. That's part oh, of the right. movie where she oh, wait, gets. Now, yeah, I remember. You don't I remember, remember that? That she stand on the mirror thing and she uh, realized how big her butt was. Oh, yeah, like they, they they really play that up. Like I watched that again and I was like, "Whoa, Tinkerbell, you're really throwing it out there." Damn. Yeah. I, I mean, but they had like they had a. Someone we don't said, have any more questions. Goodbye. What do you guys think about? What do you guys think of Metal Gear Solid Five, baby? What do you Someone's, think? Metal Gear. What about Metal Gear? Someone was asking about Metal Gear. Answer the question, Nolan. You like Metal Gear? Yes, I love Metal Gear. And I'm excited for five. It's yeah, that was the end of the podcast. Good night, everybody. Metal Good Gear. Night. Yeah! Uh, Mario. She works at Hot Topic. His heart microscopic. She thinks that it's love, but to him, it's sex. He listens to emo, but Fat Mike's his hero. His back account zero. What comes next? Same song, different chorus. It's stupid, contagious to be broken, famous. Can somebody please save us from Punk Rock 101? My dickies, your sweatpants, my spiked hair, your new bands. Let's throw up our rock hands and Punk Rock 101.